on a distant planet, a great kingdom was ravaged by beings who came from the future to conquer the universe. Now, the only survivors follow a doubtful seer and a throneless king. They will hold her in the Black Fortress. You must have help. Thieves, bandits, fighters and brawlers. Desperate men. Those are the kind of men I need. Well, you heard him. We are now an army. At the end of an impossible journey, they must fight an invincible enemy. Here's the knowledge you seek. I shall be your king. In the fortress, you will face more than the slayers. What is about to happen to them could never have happened on Earth. Columbia Pictures presents a world apart from anything you have seen before. Welcome to Midnight Movies. I am Kane, and I'm always joined by my ever faithful co host from the other side, my Han Solo to Chewbacca. I think I've said that already. Yeah, you did. Oops. It's all right. I, I said that right. We'll, we'll, we'll go with another one. I was going to say Jar Jar Pinks. <laughs> <laughs> the captain, oh, my captain is with me. He joins me for this section. How are you doing, captain? Doing just fine. Next time, go go your uh, your, your your Hans Gruber to your to your John McClane. Oh, you know. that's, that's, that's we haven't used that one. <laughs> you, I think we've used Batman and Robin. I think we've used Superman and Jimmy. But whatever. We, we have to use more. We got to go down the list. We have an extensive list. But as always, this is Midnight Movies, and I can't do this alone. And we are continuing with a different type of, uh, well, I guess you would call it a saga. We picked a couple movies out on January of different types of categories and fantasy, sci-fi, and rom-com. I think, I think you got rom-com. Uh, no, nobody got rom-com. I think nobody there, got there rom-coms? Were, yeah, there were, there were two left over, and... One was rom-com, and I can't remember what the other one was. I think Western or something like that was left over. So, but yeah, you got certain certain ones. I got I got you got six categories. I got six categories, and I think I got like I think I got like crime, and you got film noir. I got sci-fi. You got fantasy. So, did you get comedy? No, you did. Remember, you started oh, that's right. off Princess with, uh, Bride. Princess yeah, the Bride. Princess Bride. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then for some reason this week I texted you. I was like, I have a rom com ready. <laughs> and, then, and I was all, all all on board. And then I looked at the list. I'm like, Yeah. Hold right, on, that's not you know you don't have that one. I thought I did. I was looking at the list again. I was like, Right. Well, I didn't have rom com. <laughs> so anyway, but my choice is fantasy, sci fi, and this week we're we're gonna do one of my favorites. Crawl, 1983's Crawl, very underrated film. Uh, one of the actually not one of the first films that Liam Neeson's in. Uh, Bobby Coltrane's also in, probably the notable actors. But uh, yeah, it's and actually this movie when it was created at the time was part of one of the most expensive movies ever created. Had uh, extensive sets as well, so there's a lot of history behind this movie. I mean, not just an underground classic, but um, to me it just it just brings a lot of joy and uh, the glaive. 
course. You can yeah. never get parked too far with the glaive. I mean, that's that's actually I'm still looking for the glaive to this you, day. Even. It's it's very difficult to find a good version of the glaive. You you can find some, but most of them are, are cheaply made. Big time cheaply made. I find keychains, but I don't find the actual replica. I'll, I'll pay pay for the replica. I'll pay yeah. fifty bucks, but no, I want the actual hand. I want it like the hand glaive that he has in the movie. And when he gets yeah. the intro to that, it's just it's just one of those like I, not an iconic weapon, but it's up there. Very underrated, like it's up there with the Sword of Omens and in, in our genre and in, in our in our geek universe, that is up there with 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 most of those, um, especially in our generation. Uh, and I, I bet you, I think I might know who might have one. There was a uh, a prop manufacturer um, that I ran into at uh, MegaCon here in Orlando. I've ran into them the last couple of years. And they make some great ones. I've, those are the. Do you remember the uh, the keys, the Kryptonian keys from yes, Smallville? Yes, yes, yes. And the crystal from Superman with Christopher Reeves. I the, I got that stuff from them. Oh wow! So, but they make all sorts of weapons. Uh, so they may actually have that, and they're really they're they're not that expensive. I mean, the crystal thing I got for you know the from Superman, uh, I think like 10, 15 bucks. I mean, it was real cheap. It's not a bad price. So they may actually. I'll have to check their their website out and, t- and take a look at that. Yeah, that, that that involves some Hero Asylum detective work to see if they actually <laughs> have a version of the glaive out there. But anyway, this is 1983's Carl. So I guess we should just stop delaying and um, just I guess we just right go in. for it, right? Yeah, just yeah. jump right in. So uh, as always, I want to give the uh, three, two, one. And oh, uh, guys- and, and if anybody is looking for it, I had to get it uh, from Vudu, and I believe Amazon Prime does have it. It is not a easy movie to find so those are the two areas i do know they have that yeah i i can understand that so so let's go uh count it down three two one and play i do like the music at the beginning of this movie very churchy columbia pictures what happened on Columbia Pictures? They still around? Uh, they got. No, I'm sure they got bought up. By oh, they it. got bought out. Okay. I'm sure they or got absorbed into another company. I believe Columbia wasn't it Columbia that was a uh, beginning of uh, with Disney for the Marvel series, wasn't it? I believe so. You know, Silver Silverman Pictures. I wonder if they were attached to Sony. Maybe I'm wrong. Peter Yates. I think Peter Yates did a lot of music videos before this. If I'm not mistaken, a lot, actually, a lot of directors in the 80s did a lot of music videos. There it is. I'm sorry, I'm gonna geek out hard when I see. Oh no, it. no, this I remember going. To, I this is one of those ones I remember going to the theaters and seeing. Actually, me too. You, you, my, usually, my dad took me to see it. Yeah, <laughs> usually, you're like, oh yeah, I, you know, I, did, I did this and did that, and I, but this is one I definitely that stands out. Uh, I think it was my grandmother's during the summer. I went to go see it in the theaters and. Yeah, I just that that vision of that glaive flying through the air was just was amazing. Uh, yeah, Peter Yates, you yeah, passed away two thousand eleven, actually. Mm. Um, goodness, yeah, he has quite a look at that, Liam Neeson and Robbie Coltrane yeah. as supporting actors. It's crazy. Yeah, this came out probably. I think Liam had only been acting maybe seven eight years, and most of them, you know, the uh, you know being supporting actors. Mm-hmm. Probably still banging Helen Mirren at the time. That was a girlfriend for a long time. Cool shot right here. 
very Star Wars-esque. I mean, after Star Wars came out, a lot of movies ripped them off. But there's just something about this world and this space. It's not your normal. You've got this this warmth about these planets mm-hmm. and a warmth about the suns. Uh, it's it's something different, you know. I've I think that's why it stood out to me. It's not just being. It, to me, this was the perfect mix of sci-fi fantasy. If ever, ever there was a great mix, I know this. I know they this falls under like the science fiction swashbuckling. But I, I think it was a lot more to this. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I believe this is the floating castle. Yes, yes, this is the, the castle that, that 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 they could never find. It always disappears and reappears. James Horner, he's done a lot of good scores. So the uh, the writer of this, Stanford uh, Sherman, you know what his last movie was before he did this? Mm, give me a hint. Um, right Turn Clyde. Right Turn Clyde. Right Turn Clyde. Right turn. Wasn't jo- Johnny Dangerously? No. Any which way you can. Clint oh, Eastwood, re- orang- yep. re- the orangutan. Yeah, yep. He, oh. he his his uh, previous uh, well-known writing writing credit was for any which way you can in 1980. Hmm. And the first draft of this was actually titled "The Dragons of Kroll." But since there were no dragons, they were they were planned to have dragons, but they 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 didn't have it, so they just changed it to Kroll. Yeah, better title. Now you cannot tell me by not look by looking at that castle that Peter Jackson did not look at that castle for some influence. Oh yeah, for Long Sauron. Ter- well, Peter's Peter's around our age, so trust me. If yeah. as as a young boy, uh, he was definitely influenced by this movie. You know what's strange about these movies? I mean, I'll, they usually came out in boatloads, like a couple, you know, maybe twice a year. Two times a year, like movies like this would come out. It's just strange that we don't have movies like this anymore. The swashbuckling, just the fun. It's gone into action. The last swash, swashbuckling movie I think we could say we had was like an Aquaman. I mean, our our Marvel yeah, and our yeah. superhero movies are now our swashbuckling movies. Uh, nobody's really interested in seeing this style. Oh, that's too bad. There, there's been talk for remake for a while, but it, nothing's been able to come across. I probably wouldn't mind it just for the improvement in special effects. As I wouldn't be I wouldn't be I wouldn't be offended if one came out. It's just the world itself. I mean, I think I've talked to you a couple times, you know, if they ever did, you know, hopefully one day they'll do a Masters of the Universe movie. If they could ever like you basically have the template right here. Like it's just fantasy sci-fi. That's what yeah. Master of the Universe is. Yeah, literally. And there's a girl from uh, Brave. Does it look like her? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a simple story, but you know the way they did it. Just so good. I can't believe people just have never seen this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of people that just don't. There's again because I think the the acting cast, the type of movie it is, it, it's uh, 
it's an acquired taste. It's a good. Story. I mean, anybody that has seen Lord of the Rings has seen this. That one I will guarantee you. But oh, anybody, they, yeah, I'm sure Peter Jackson's seen this many yeah. times. I mean, again, like I was saying, I wouldn't be offended if they redid this because I could see these scenes being filmed in New Zealand. You know, having those those massive scapes of mountains and, mm-hmm. and valleys and the rivers and just just everything would be great. Uh, now, this did win of uh, or nom- get nominated for several awards. Uh, nominated for best uh, fantasy film at Saturn Awards, best music. Yeah, I was going to say best score had to be up there. Uh, Best costume at the Saturn Awards. Nominated for Grand Prize for uh, Peter Yates uh, at uh, Fantastic Film Festival. And it did win one one, uh, movie award. Um, Sound editing, maybe? No, uh, it won uh, Worst Picture for Stinker's Bad Uh, Movie Awards. Really? (laughs) Oh, come on. That's a little harsh. (laughs) Look at that. That's early 80s. Oh, well, you know, you know who the uh, special effects folks were on this one? Was it ILM? Uh, no, no. Another, uh, another movie around this time, uh, very big production movie. Uh, um, we believed a man could finally do something. Oh, um, the guys who do Superman. Yep, Superman 1 and 2, yeah, uh, Meddings. So you, you definitely, uh, I mean, if, if you go cutting edge for the time and special effects, it was these guys. I, I just like the sets. This guy wearing his Jay Garrick feather hat. Oh, she's a redhead. Ah. <sighs> Watch yourself, buddy. Watch yourself. Sorry. Not you. I was talking about the guy walking up. <laughs> this guy never did. I wonder this, what this guy has done afterward. Probably nothing. Ken Marshall? Ken Marshall. Yeah. Uh, let's see what his casting is. Uh, Baywatch, Silk Stockings, Star Trek, Jag, Shaka Zulu. He's done? Quantum Leap, Hunter. I mean, he's a watch. Yeah, really? he's had uh, he's had a, a bit of a career going on. Good for uh, Ken. Yeah. Looks like a swashbuckler type. What was that one? You know what I keep thinking about? Uh, it's the top of my head. It was a movie. I think it came out with Sharon Stone. It was. Was it um, Alan Quartermain? This guy looks like the Alan Quartermain character. Uh yeah, that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it's King Solomon's Mine. Yes, yes. There was like two movies. It was. It was Sharon Stone. It was early in her career. I think she only did one though. I don't believe she. You did sure she didn't do two? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it was Alan Quartermain, right? Yeah, I believe it was okay. Alan Quartermain. City of Gold, 1986 movie. And it was a sequel, wasn't there? I uh, don't believe there's a sequel. I'm checking. There out. had to be a... I knew there was a second Rich, one. Richard Chamberlain, by the way. Richard, Cha- yeah, Richard Chamberlain, yeah. Yeah, I get, definitely. It's the it's the beard and the swatch. Yeah, it's just like that whole look. Um, Everybody was rocking that beard. 
there was an abandoned sequel, yes, but not nothing came. You out. sure about that? I'm, positive, that was... positive. Now there were other movies that included Alan Quartermain. There were other movies that included um, King Solomon's Mind. Very, there are a lot of movies that fell in that genre. Mm. That might be what you're thinking of, uh, but not not mm. a not a sequel for that one. Hmm. Man, I could have sworn it was a sequel to that. I mean, Richard Chamberlain might have done a a like like-minded movie hmm. and again uh direct lord of rings i mean definitely with the the, the dark riders here oh yeah i mean that's, that's straight out of the i'm not saying that they they were pulling from from it but i'm sure they were anybody who was sci-fi or anybody fantasy during this time was was really you know was influenced by lord of the rings you had there, to be there's our obi-wan character by the way yep year in you know what i agree with you i would love to see like a remake i mean even if you make it like a limited series there's just so much you could do you could just play around with this yeah like i said i think i think the special effects would be would greatly improve um and like you said very this is he-man this is what he-man should be exactly because it's it is a mix of technology and and a mix of of medieval times You know, I, I just caught up recently on uh, issue five of the um, Masters of the Multiverse. Oh, yeah. So good. So good. And the ending to issue five, <laughs> it freaked me out. Like, you didn't tell me that what was going to happen. I told you a little. I didn't want to tell you too you, much. You, you, but that ending, I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Really? You're going to go there? <laughs> the Eternal Flame. Look at that. They're ripping off Marvel now. Uh-uh. Surprised if we didn't hear the bangles at this point. Oh, sorry. In your room. <laughs> oh, the eternal flame from the bangles. That would be the oh, perfect thing. In the eternal flame. Close your eyes. Tell me your oh, That's right, folks. That's Kane. He'll be here all week. Try the veal. Sorry. Dude, I had, a, I had the biggest crush on Susanna Hoffs. I got to meet her one time when I lived out in L.A. Did you? Yeah, when I I worked at Guitar Center out in LA, and that's where everybody went. Like everybody went. I, I met Stevie Wonder. I oh, met Peter really? Chris. I met Dick Dale. I mean, yeah, yeah. Everybody would go Jesus, in there. Jesus, man, you you got some stories to tell, son. I was funny when when uh, okay. where, where I was working because I worked in the museum area, and they had a Kiss setup. And there was a Peter Chris's original snare drum. This guy comes walking in with this girl, and he goes, "Man, I can't believe I gave that away." And I nudge my manager. I go, "Dude, it's Peter Chris." And he's what? like, "No, it's not." I go, "He just said he wishes he never gave that snare drum away." That's Peter Chris. Wow, <laughs> wow. And I wasn't even a Kiss fan. I'm like, dude, you. That's wild. And the Guitar Center was on the Strip, or was it somewhere? Uh, else? It was on Sunset Strip. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Right next to the uh, next to uh, the Sunset Grill that Don Henley made famous. Oh my God! Which was nothing but a a, a a flat top with a bunch of chairs wrapped around it. The greasiest burgers you ever had in your life. Ran by a little Polish guy with a gimp leg, so he would wobble when he would cook. Yeah, it was great. After nice stories to tell. 
First time I ever had a, a Homer burger. Really? A, a cheeseburger with a fried egg on top, yeah. You never had those? Uh, well, again, you're talking I went I was out there in 1992. I love Homer so. burgers, man. Have you ever had the egg in a basket? No. Oh, you got to try that. Heart attack, can't. <laughs> I know, I know, I know the cholesterol is a little bit high, yeah. but just <laughs> we'll do it with an egg white. Yeah. That's probably why I have a have have the cholesterol thing because of eating at that restaurant for so long. But yeah, you got realize, yeah, this is 93, no, 94, 95. So like the Homer burger was nothing. Not Nobody had it. You know, nowadays everybody's got it. So it shows this film began development in 1980 uh, when the uh, president of Columbia actually came up with the idea to, to Silverman to write a, a fantasy film. So it took him about three years to finally get it together. See, I'm a big guy and practical. I mean, you, you've known me long enough. That yeah. I, I mean, I love CGI. Yes. For what it does. And it's improved the industry. I agreed, but the whole practical thing, like if I can, t if I can feel like I can touch it or be in that, I love it even more. It's like one one of the things I hate about the prequels. So I thought it was too CG, too video game like. But if you like mix it, it can be so good. And this right here is, is basically all practical, man. It's so good. And the Shadow Warriors, you know, when you kill them, that little screaming thing comes out of their head. Yeah, yeah. Very, very Dalek, by the way. Very Doctor Who. And everybody drink a shot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so you're, you're stretching on that one, by the way. No, I'm not. The Daleks are human organisms, man. They're inside of a robotic body. Well, I know. I'm just saying. I'm, that's not a stretch. And I, I, I could also go with a uh, very, uh, very uh, gold from Stargate. I mean, if we really want to throw you. Okay, know, if you want to go there, it's fine. <laughs> you can go there. So Lisette Anthony, who is playing the princess here, uh, has appeared in a lot of different um, things, surprisingly. She is probably more, more famous than this, is known for being in a series of music videos. Hmm. Uh, a, let's say, call that a, uh, let me call it a trilogy. But for, for one well, for one artist in the 80s, she, she appeared in the music videos as his girlfriend or love interest. Okay. It's not Whitesnake. I know that. No. So that's out of the way. But it's got to be a hair metal band. Nope. No? Nope. Hmm. Peter Chris? No, not, not Peter Chris. Uh, uh, Chris... Krista Berg. No. No. But this guy got his first real sex string uh, one summer. Bon Jovi? No. No, no. He, he, got, he got his first sex string back, uh, in 1969. Oh. Uh, um, Jimmy Page? No, no, no. Went to heaven. Always, always is running to you. Brian Adams, summer of Brian 69. Adams, 
Summer of 69, Somebody Heaven and Run to You. Oh. She was in all. I gotta run to you. She was in all of those videos, as well as one of your favorite bands of all time. She was in a, uh, in a Depeche Mode video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I feel you. That was her? Yep. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. I gotta. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks. I have to look this up. Uh, she was extremely young, by the way. Uh, she uh, she left home at home at 19. Did you say in your room video? No, I feel you. Okay, I feel you. Yes. I feel you. Oh my god, it is her. That's her? Yep. She looks so her hair is straight. That Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Okay. She looked good with straight hair too. Shit. Sorry, I'm a little awestruck right now. <laughs> and here we got Freddie Jones playing uh, Yarin, I believe is his name. Yarin, yes, Yarin. Yarin. Yeah, uh, the, the Obi Wan. I know anybody that plays him, elderly uh, guidance character, will be uh, always considered Obi Wan. But uh, and uh, if nobody knows who uh, Freddie Jones is. Do yourself a favor. Definitely go check out some movies. Uh, probably one of his famous ones, uh, 1980, The Elephant Man. Mm. And, I mean, he has had an illustrious career. Probably one of my favorite movie, one of my favorite Clint Eastwood movies of all time from uh, <laughs> 1982, Firefox. He that's, was an under, that's, a, that's a very underrated Clint Eastwood. Very, movie, yeah, very, good, yeah. very underrated. Because it is so not... Clint Eastwood in any way. It's not a. It's not a cop movie. It's not a nope. so, a, a western movie. It's. Not I believe a, he's a test pilot in that movie for that for the. Like or he, the, he was a he was a pilot. Then they he he quit. They brought him back because of this 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 thing got uh the Firefox got stolen. Uh, very. This is where Firefox is where Airwolf kind of or the idea. You know, movie. I tell you what movie we should do. And uh, if you're on the same wavelength as as me, I think I think you might be. You know, we're on that Clint Eastwood. Think of a Tommy Lee Jones type of movie with Linda Hamilton around this era. I said I don't remember much of Tommy Lee Jones around this. The around this era. He had longer hair with a young Linda Hamilton. I think it was after Terminator, maybe before. No, nothing that's popping. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one more hint. It involved a car. It's a movie or a it's a movie. It's a movie. Man, I should have chosen this movie. No. Black Moon Rising. Oh yeah, that's right. 
that was like before like the whole big thing like talking cars and night rider and all that stuff black moon rising was the first one if we get a chance kids watch black moon rising it's a young little hamilton a very young long time of jones i believe he's a cia agent actually no you have to know this is that, that was four years after um night rider by the way what was it yeah that movie came you out you sure about that that movie came out in 1986 Night really? Rider was, Night Rider was 1982. Yeah. Huh. I had to look. I thought it. it was before. That's no. odd. Okay. Okay. All right. Black Moon Rising, 1986. Okay. So yeah, that's another weird one. Watch out for the rocks. They are falling on you. <laughs> So Marvel Comics actually did a, uh, a release a tie-in comic book for this. Prequel or is it like after? It was uh, it was probably during like w- w- as it was coming out. I just like the fact that you know the main antagonist of this movie, the Beast, is the guy you don't see till the very end. Like you hear him, but you don't see him. I think it's one of the things that's missing in today's movie sometimes is like the antagonist is revealed way too fast. Like, oh, you're fighting this guy. But this movie, there's actually a build to it. Like, oh, who, who, who took the girl? Like, oh, we don't know. Well, it's, it's what made certain movies. I, I'll, I'll probably state the most classic movie of all, you know, of all times to do this. But Jaws, we yeah. never see the shark until the very end. And that's you know it leaves it to your imagination that kind of harps up on one of your conversations that we've had before that you know there's something about the mystery the surprise like you know what i want to i, want, I don't want to know did he steal bray Wyatt's pants those brays those are bray or the the, the fiend sorry <laughs> So what else is James Horner known for? Since we're seeing this, we're watching this beautiful scape with this great... I don't want, great I'm not, not going to look it up. I'm not going to look it up. I know he's done a lot of great movies. James Horner did... Pretty big movie. Did he big do... movie. Back to the Future? No. Well, he may have, but that's not the one I'm looking for. Um, I have never seen this movie. Never? Never. The one I'm going to say... I'm gonna give a, up. A, a a director with the f- same first name did this movie. Ooh, um, oh, oh n- not the first Terminator movie. Um, I know it's Cameron. You're on the right path. Yep. Um, Cameron. It's that water movie, right? Waterworld. No, 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 no. The other. Uh, oh, what the hell was the name of that movie? Oh, don't tell me he didn't know. It's not Avatar. I know that. God, no. God, punch him in the face for that. Yeah, tell me. Sorry. No, it's okay. I understand. Um, what is that? It was that water. Uh, that weird water movie with the special effects. Oh, you're thinking the Abyss? Yes. No, but you're you're right on the water thing. Titanic. Did he do Titanic? He did Titanic. Oh man, James Horner was yeah scored that Titanic. Everybody just remembers Celine Dion. Here we are going, guys. The Glaive. Oh, such a cool, cool way of getting it. 
It is. Proves that he's worthy or not. Yeah. By the way, if any of you fans would like to send me a replica of the, of the glaive, I am Kane at theheroesasylum.com and at Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Everybody, send him the pink uh, um, Nerf version of it. There's one out there. Are you serious? Yeah. There's a Nerf. There's like a Frisbee that's shaped like the glaive. I'm surprised you haven't sent me that. No. <laughs> can, can, you, can you tell me what movie that glaive was recently in? Um, Very recent, in fact. Was it a Ready Player One? That's it, yeah. Yeah, I saw it in there. Yep. Which I, I I lost it when I saw that. I was like, oh yes, somebody did their homework. I mean, if you're gonna do, you know, people, you know, people crapped on that movie. And actually, I like it a lot. I think they crapped on it because the book was so well received that, um, I don't know how the blades come out because it should have chopped off his fingers. Yeah, he should have been bleeding like <laughs> massively a lot. Um, but I think because the novel was so well received and so well done that there was. I, I, that's one of those few ones I have not read. I, I want to read it, but I haven't. I haven't read it yet. Oh, this is one of, like one of the this coolest. so cool, <laughs> so, so cool. Simple special effects. Now, is she trapped in the beast's eye? Is that what we're led to believe? We're led to believe that the beast is the Black Fortress. Okay, here's the beast. We see forms of him. I think everybody loves That's that what my show. dad said. <laughs> my first rubber, do not use it until you need it. You know, a lot of these movies going for after Star Wars was released, they had a lot of those echoes of Star Wars. Like this, like the old wizard teaching the young irrational guy. You can pretty much say that that kind of arc like continues forward in a lot of movies. You could you could name like a ton of them on your hand, and you probably wouldn't even know it. Like the old guy who's at the end of his rope, like teaching the younger generation, like, hey, you know, you got to do it this way. Well, again, it's nothing. No, it's nothing George Lucas came up with. He just used the. No, old, I agree. I'm just saying, like that trope. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he brought it more to the forefront for people to to remember. But I think that that has always been there. It's just one of those tropes that, to me, never gets old. Yeah, it's the same story. You just put a different uh, coat of paint on it and. Yeah, tell the same. But it depends story. how you do it. I mean, like to me, the, the relationship between like the older and younger generation always fascinates me. I guess because you know, probably our age right now, like instead of like just taking the advice, now we can give it. And there's always had that different dichotomy. I don't, I don't know if you've had this, you know, you know, with people in your life or you know, your children or whatever. But I, I've always found that fascinating. Like you know, you give the advice to the next generation. Like, hey, you know what? I did it this way. You can do it this way. I mean, but you're going to have to choose your own path. Okay, boomer. Hey, man. <laughs> That's hurtful. 
Somebody called me a boomer one time. I was like, I wanted to, I was about ready to slap him. Like, oh, I'm, I'm Gen X. I'm no, I'm nothing. I am no boomer, <laughs> man. I was about to do the DX crop chop. And this is Robbie Coltrane. There he is. Oh, Robbie. Where are you at right now? I am at where Robbie Coltrane comes from the lake. And he's talking to the uh, older guy. And Where are you at? Okay. That, that's not that's that's David uh, Batley, by the way. It's not David. Is that David Batley? It's not Robbie yeah, Coltrane? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, where are you at? No, no, no. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> no, I'm not saying spot. I thought that was Robbie Coltrane. No, no. Robbie's Robbie's part of the uh, part of the thieving gang. Oh, okay, okay. Him, him and Leon to are together in, in that. Um, yeah, he plays uh, Ruin. So I was like, man, that's man, that's like <laughs> that can't be Robbie. He let himself go. I say. Yeah, this is a uh, David uh, Batley. Unfortunately, not a very long career. Uh, as far as like movies go, Willy Wonka, Chocolate Factory, he was in. Um, Follow Me, Up Front, Crawl. I wonder if he was more behind the scenes because yeah, I don't see. Hmm. I don't see much on here. Cause he didn't pass away till uh, 2003. So, Had a long life. Good life, too. Uh, yeah, he passed away. At, so, no, not really. 67. Uh, I mean, don't say that, dude. That's only like 20 years, you know, for me and you. And sometimes, folks, practical effects are not good. <laughs> like this scene of him walking away. I just love the design of the uh, of the Black Fortress. That center, that center dome is just amazing looking. Love the voice of the beast. Yeah, that's uh, Trevor Martin. Just has that intimidating voice. Well, again, if you want to drink, this is your time. 
Martin was a Doctor Who as a Time Lord. Oh, 1969 serial. He played opposite Doctor uh, Patrick Trouton. Patrick Patrick Trouton. That yep. was the second Doctor. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, he was he was a Time Lord at one point. So probably one of the Valleyard. Uh, let's see here. It says uh, Martin uh, is perhaps best known for playing the Doctor on stage. Oh, sorry, he played it on stage. I guess they do Doctor Who plays like that's got a. No, fucking... they do. They do Doctor Who everything to be in yeah. England, London, whatever. I got him out there. I put a gun in my yeah. mouth. No, you're not gonna do that. <laughs> but you know, he played, <laughs> but he he did play. He played him on TV. He also played Doctor Who, um, 1969, um, as the Time Lords. Yeah, he was one of the ones who dressed up in the gold outfits. Uh, the there season. he is. Yep, there you go. If you kids, poor piggy. Hundred men. There you go. Yeah, Trevor passed away about three years ago. That's a great mustache. I need to rock a mustache. I could do that. Silence before. Well, look at that. There we go. A young oh. Liam Neeson. There he is. Max Caliber was released at what, 81, I believe? 80, 81, I, yeah, I believe okay. so. Okay, so that was a couple years after. Hmm. He pretty much probably just walked from set to set wearing that outfit. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, it's literally the same thing. Do you guys need somebody? I'm here. <laughs> I'm an outfit, too. Come on, man. What accent do just tell me what accent you need, and I'll do it for you. I wonder if we had that yeah, reputation back 80, then. 1980, yeah, 1980 was uh, for Excalibur. Yeah. you, that's one movie we're going to have to do one day. We tried, actually. Just the, uh, the abbreviated version. Yeah. You don't want to do the long one? Oof, no. <laughs> I'll pay you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh Kroll was uh his fourth movie. Hmm. Probably did a couple independent. Uh well, Excalibur would be one. Pilgrim's Progress. And You know what I remember? And let's see if you recall. You probably can guess the movie really quick. Oh. Didn't he do a Clint Eastwood movie too? Uh he was in uh, Yep, uh, and it was a Guns and it was Guns, Guns and Roses, Roses in it. Uh, yep, uh, Deadpool, the Deadpool. Yep, yep. Yeah. Well he done. Played, he played the director. Yep. Dude, what's up with the Uterbrow? Come on, kid. It's the eighties, man. You can get away with that shit. I guess so. What the fuck is he wearing? So now they're gonna become friends because he's what he's wearing. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got okay. We got matching unitards. We're going to be friends for life. Let's do it. 
Oh, he's a slave. That Tina Brown's really bad. Ugh. Who's the other dude next to Liam? I don't know. Another mouth breather. <laughs> Tell you, this guy is rocking that stash. That's Robbie. The, is that Robbie? Yeah, that's Robbie. Is Cole. that him? Yeah. Oh, sh- sorry. Look, look at the eyes. Hold on. Oh my God. That, that's a young Hagrid right there, man. Oh my God. That's him. Hagrid. Wow, dude. That That's frightening. And we get introduced to the Cyclops. To be honest, probably the, one of the best versions of a Cyclops in any movie because all the Cyclops after him were like just like throwaway villains. Well, most of the Cyclops after him were like bad CGI. I mean, this yeah, just like just terrible. Even in the God of War games, they were really bad. The Cyclopses were just bitches. I'm sorry. And again, just, another one of your goddamn Doctor Who. Uh, yep. Moms. Uh, the Cyclops is from the Ice, the guy, actor that did that. He was from the Ice Warrior. All right. 1967. Shots, everybody. You're going to get fucked up on this one, aren't you? Mm-hmm. But a bunch of movies here. Anything? Not going anywhere, so. Anything good? Vampira. Carry on. Dick. Vampira? No, no, not. Yeah, Vampire. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, Vampire the movie, 1974. Oh, I thought you said something else. No. He had a career starting 1954, so he was been around a while. This is one of his last movies. He uh he actually passed away a long time ago, uh, 1993. What? Goodness. Ooh, that's a while. How old was he? Mm, 59. Oh, still young. Well, he was a he was a big guy. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He is actually uh, considered for the part of uh, in the Curse of Frankenstein for the the Hammer films, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, he turned it down, which and that went eventually to uh, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee made a career yeah, off those yeah. films. Well, that's where I think that's where Christopher Lee actually broke in because that was 1957 when he turned that movie down. I love his version of Dracula. Just his eyes. His total performance in Dracula was all inocular. You just look at those eyes, it's like pointing at the screen. You know, every time we do one of these watch-alongs, I always keep thinking of more ideas of what we could do. And I'm thinking like, you know, we could do with some of the Hammer films. (laughs) I mean, they're short. They're not really long. True, we could. Just saying, just a thought. I mean, we have a lot of time now. Everybody does. Oh, everybody's doing well out there, by the way. Stay safe. Stay inside. And of course, when you always go on a quest, there's always a giant rock. Duh. And of course, you can go inside. 
Hey, look. Hey, look at me. Green Lanterns live here. <laughs> Go inside. Yeah, I'm going to follow the guy in the green glowing rock. That's okay. Come on in, man. Hang out. And he's like, hell no. Is he going to go inside? Yeah, I think yeah he, go, he does. He yeah, goes. I was going to say, he hesitates. Yeah, let me just go. He goes in all skim, skittishly. Yeah, the, crave, the, the cave of kryptonite. There you go. By the way, speaking of kryptonite, I finally did finish reading Batman Superman issue seven. When you told me what happened with uh, Roz. Oh, Neil before. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. So good. But you didn't tell me what happened afterwards. Like, Jesus. Well, I didn't. No, I just wanted to. Oh, man. I, okay. Like, you, you, are the, you are one of the perfect best storytellers. You don't reveal anything. You just, like, reveal a little pinch. And, mm-hmm. like, what comes afterward is always, like, the big thing. Like, oh, damn. Got to give them a little taste, you know. Give them a little taste and then, like, bam. Oh, this is like the weirdo, like balding blind wizard. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's another weirdo wizard. Didn't know what. Like, what was the, the deal with him with the kid? That was kind of odd. The the was it the Emerald Seer? Well, he was blind. He needed a he needed a uh, somebody to walk him around. Yeah, but why did it have to be like a young boy? Well. Just saying, man. Well, it's that whole sword in the stone. You have the the blonde, just like the any state, like the tales you were talking about. Mm-hmm. You have the older one that's teaching the younger one. So yeah, that's just how it's always okay. been. You know, there's a movie I recently saw, probably last Sunday before I passed out. Do you remember the Nicolas Cage version of Sword in the Stone or, or is it the Sword in the Sorcery? Or oh. No, you're talking about the uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Oh, I love that movie. I love that movie too. It's so weird, but I, I was like, I kind of dig it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a fun movie just because just the, the, the cast of characters that you have in there and, uh, and, and Molini's ca- you know, villain in there is just perfect. Oh my God, he's so good. And I had like the backstory with Merlin. I mean, come on. That's a Snickers bar? No, it's licorice. Nice. Oh no, it looks like a Rolo or something. That's what I'm going to say. It's like a Snickers bar. Yeah. Could be. It's England. They don't have that. Okay. Did you rock a mall like that? Be honest. No. God, no. No? Fuck no. Come on. Nope. Mm-hmm. Sure. Positive. I did. Oh, uh, well, you, you go ahead and own your mullet there. No, I'll send you a picture. That's, please do. I have. <laughs> don't share it. <laughs> Places. <to> <laughs> <it>. <laughs> So the kid is Graham McGarth. Uh, did he have any kind of a career after this? Not really. Mm-hmm. Spent nine mm-hmm. years in the academies. Refined his acting and musical talents. McGarth's first appearance. Colgate commercial. Kroll. Peter the Great in 1986. Yeah, he played uh, Luca DiMarco in the BBC show. Not 
really anything like wow you know Oh, this is where you got you. That's cool. That freaked when I saw it in the theaters. That freaked me out. I was like, "How does he know?" He's like, "Nah, you ain't gonna find me." It would have been cool if he did the snap. Oh, I just remember. I remember what happens to him. Ooh, then I will come with you. And we'll take our kryptonite with us. Superman will not stop us. God, I love this music. It's just so epic and so grand. Yeah, I mean, it might be a tad bit cheesy, but. There we go. Oh, we won. Tell us. Oh, um, hmm. Some kind of weirdness happens in this swamp. Yeah, always. Nothing, 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 nothing pleasant ever happens in the swamp. <laughs> if you tell me one time something pleasant happened in the swamp, there was dandelions. No. Yeah. Look at that. Liam Neeson in his early Obi Wan braid days. This is him as a Padawan, by the way. This is this could be the Qui Gon Jinn story. Him as an old Padawan. Because he's rocking that Obi Wan look. Hagrid. Well, these guys aren't doing too good. They just keep picking up old men. Yeah, for down. some young dudes, man. Come on. There's Steppenwolf. <laughs> these guys look so cool, but when they died, excuse my French, they they died like bitches. <laughs> like, eh, that's crying. I tell you what, they have those cool laser swords. You ain't gonna fight them with axes. You know what they look like now? Just looking at them for like you know the hundredth time. Do you remember Land of the Lost, the Slee Stacks? Yeah. They kind of look like that, but with the higher collars. Look at that. See. So where do those things go? Into the ground? They just give up? Don't go into the body? Oh, there's 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 quicksand. 
Oh, there's always going to be quicksand. Oh. He barely hit him. These guys are intimidating, but, man, they can't fight. Oh, no, Hagrid. Save us, Porter. Shank the bitch. Shank him. Shank him. Yeah, they're, they're, that's all they're doing. They're just shanking him. Oh, now I know. You know what? I just thought of it now. There was an old series on TNT. It was a more, they did a Mortal Kombat series. I think it was only one season. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, it was one season. These guys have the Shang-Chi or the Shang-Chi collar. That's a deep cut. I can't really remember that. I deserve a shot for that, kids. Now I believe this actor originally was six foot seven, but he put stilts on to appear taller. Uh, if yeah. I am correct. Yeah, no, he was. Yeah. Okay. I just like the fact that they made a Cyclops. He's very thespian. He's not like an ogre. He, he speaks well. He seems like an educated Cyclops. Well, he's got to be. He's got to. You know, it's got to be about personality because he sure ain't got the looks when he meets the ladies. Uh, and... He's got the Beatles haircut. Got a scarf. Looks very dapper. Well, a lot of people have the Beatles haircut. I mean, if you look, if you look, the little kids got like the the, the 1960s Beatles, and then the the rest of them slowly get to the 70s Beatles. So yeah. So this is basically a movie about Beatles haircuts, like through the Pretty generations. Much, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, Never thought about that. And Calvin's got the final final version of George Harrison <laughs> and everything. <laughs> I got my mindset on you. I got my mindset. You should have had reached the final level of Beatledom. <laughs> now, they eventually lose this old man. I don't know how you lose him. Which one? The old guy, the blind guy. They lose him somehow. It already happened. Did it already happen? It already Did happened. I miss it? Within the battle, they're not they're not watching him anymore. Oh damn it! I I'm well. You don't really see it. It's 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 one of those ones that it, you, we have to figure it out. You know it, that it's it's happened already. Like that was a weird scene. Save the bag of weapons. Oh, here we go. See, this is the scene I was talking about. Tough. Oh. Now he's dead. Yeah, the Cyclops is taking charge. 
All right, so this is the phony one. I don't know about you, but those black eyes kind of freak me out. Oh yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, yeah, that were, those yeah. were those did freak me out. Those are really freaky. That's so you. And again, quicksand. You gotta watch out for it, kids. It's everywhere. Fucking stop. Oh. <laughs> Why is he checking his shoe for? Why not? I'm just saying. That's for that's freaky. How the quicksand moves like that. And then of course the Cyclops, you know, that runs the four meter da- the forty meter dash, like <laughs> Two seconds. He's a big man, but he can move. All right. It's like the fridge. Exactly. Liam Neeson rocking that axe. It's a cool axe. What the hell is that? Let's go alone, son. Look at that. Look at that speed. That was so creepy. Ugh. Damn. Oh, Cyclops wings the long javelin. That's so wee freaky. Ew. He's dead. Man, the Cyclops is very valuable. We're your family now, man. Got to be reassured, man. Of course, you're going to be, that's your family right now, a bunch of 40-year-olds. At least you upgraded. (laughs) 
let's do a prayer of the seer. He was cool. He saw things. He had green lights and a cool cape. This guy is rocking the Rachel Ghoul freaking beard from Batman Begins right there. Party in the sides. Nothing in the middle. I read an article, I think it was about a week ago, that said that um, Marvel has ruined like movie storytelling. And I disagree with that wholeheartedly because you have this movie right here, which is basically a one and done. You can't do what Marvel does. Marvel does it because they're Marvel. And I think for a while people are trying to copy that. I think they still have. To do that, you just need to build it up, and like, th- like the days of the one and done are like very hard to come by because everybody's trying to make a sequel. Oh, I want to build more and more and more. But that's always been movie. That's always been the, the movie industry. They've always wanted to. That's why we have so many shitty sequels. Is because mm. uh, they one first one comes out. Very rarely are those movies. They they'll wrap them up in the story, but they've already already planned to have a sequel. That's mm. that's just always movie. I mean, from like the 80s, I think was the big cause of that. If you think, you know, really they didn't have a lot of sequels in the, the you know, the, the 60s. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I mean, yeah. you, you, had, you did, I mean, really, if you want to go to the 60s, the, the, the marvel of the 60s was Herbie. And, hey, and, LA. Wow. Okay. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade. I'm not no, you're right. Shade. You're I'm right. No, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying, if you look back then. Herbie goes Hawaii, man. Yeah, I mean, Herbie was it. I can't think of any other movies that were a series of movies based around the same concept. Bond would be the only other one. To, yeah, know. but that was different. That was yeah, Bond's like, completely a different different animal because it's based off of novels. And and Bond was ever-changing, and you could deal with it. So it's one of those things. But you're right. I didn't think of, damn, Herbie. That's a deep cut. Was it Herbie goes to Hollywood? Or Herbie goes to Hawaii. You had a Herbie he went everywhere. He 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 he, <laughs> he was the earnest of the '60s. I mean, I don't think I don't think Herbie went to jail, but he 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 got he a, might he have got he got around. All right, didn't they do a remake of Herbie too? Yeah, with a uh, with Lindsay, Lindsay Lohan. Lohan. Yeah, like they they did two movies. It, wait, did was Michael Keaton in one of those movies? Mm, I don't know. I've never. Oh watched. man, if he was, hold on, hold on. I'm looking this up now. You know what? I was right. Was he her dad? Yeah. Herbie fully loaded. (laughs) Wow. You know, the Glaive is one of those things that they, they should just reintroduce. I don't, I'm not sure who owns the property or if it's... But the, the Glaive will be cool to be owned by DC. Well, they used it. Whoever, who's a part of... Who did um, Ready Player One? Spielberg? 
Yeah. So, I mean, well, not Spielberg. I meant the, the, the uh, Spielberg doesn't own it. It's, it would be who, who owns the, the, the rights, rights to, to, to it would be Columbia. Yeah. That'd be a cool thing to have in DC. Cause the spear destiny is whatever, but the glaive will be really cool. It'd be like a mythical weapon. Like kind of have Marvel has the infinity gauntlet. Like DC doesn't really have anything. I mean, they, this, like the Spear Destiny is whatever, but or, or you know, fanboys would say, "Oh, but what about the you know, um, what is it, the anti-life equation?" But the anti-life equation is not is not. It's not. It's not a. It's not a. An idea. It's not a tangible thing. It's not a real thing you can hold. It's more like you know writings and you know scrolls. What they should do is they should have the glaive be the main character, and that it goes from planet to planet. Or from person to person, it's not with the same people that. that yeah, it's 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 never it never stays in one place. Warner it's, Brothers was for Ready Player One, so they they must have had. I'm sure they had to get a deal to oh use my every, God. all the cultural references, the copyrights. You can you can do so many things with that too. You can make a, a weapon. You know, all right, take a shot because I want to mention not Doctor Who, but I want to mention the New Gods. You can mention something about that, like it's it's been tra- like like you like you exactly just said. It travels from planet to planet. Like it doesn't stay stagnant. You don't know where it's gonna pop up. It just shows up when you need it. Can you imagine like Superman holding the glaive, fighting Darkseid? Oh my god! No, that would be Batman. That would be who? Batman. No, I don't want Batman to hold it. Why? Because it's too obvious. I want a god on god fight. Well, exactly, and that's that's all fist. That's the, he doesn't. Superman doesn't need a weapon. I know, but it'd still be cool if you could just grab the glaive. Your, your your mortal Batman needs a weapon. I know, but it's too obvious though. But yeah, fine. Then throw it on Wonder Woman. She's gonna actually. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Demigod and Liam Neeson's game play. Not quite Helen Mirren, but it's okay. She'll do. Let me ask you a question. Like now that we're watching this and you know, the biggest influence for me is like, you know, we want to do a masters of the universe movie in this vein because you know, fantasy with sci-fi mixed in, you know, I've always said star Wars and Lord of the Rings mixed together is masters of the universe. Before I forget my thought, hold up. Mm. With the recent comic book that came out, would you involve Kandor in any kind of way? Like as an origin for Skeletor, like they did in the animated series, or would you just leave no, it to the side? No, no, just leave it. You, okay. you don't, you don't want an origin story to to your villain. You want a, you want an origin story to your hero. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's again, I'm 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 old school in that fashion. That I, I, I yes, Joker was a great movie. Yes, it made move you know great money and it was a good story. But I, I still am a firm believer. You don't. You give your you give your villain an origin story. You give him a, a a heart. You give him purpose that not just madness. You know, it, it's Michael Keaton said it best in Batman. You know, some people just want to watch the world burn. You don't need to understand why he wants to watch the world burn. He just does. Mm. And that's okay. yeah, that's why to me, I don't think I've I love that uh, that origin story for that He Man series, that animated one that came out. Yeah, that's, that's that what I'm was, saying. I thought because that was so cool that that to give that. 
but if you turn it, if you do a movie, you just do a, just do the movie He Man and just okay. do it, just do it right. Man, this guy don't give up. Is that a rose? What? No, did he just like make a rose out of rocks? You know who he sounds like? Who was the um? Uh, who was the, one of the main actors in Fringe? He was the uh, the doctor. Oh, you're talking about the father? Yeah, he sounds like him a lot. Well, I think they're both British, so they may come from the same. He sounds like him. Yeah, like I said, I, I believe that I believe that doctor well, was he British? love this the manipulation trickery beast got moves man Why didn't you? Oh, he's pissed now. It's because you're a redhead. <laughs> I like how they never show him as he's always in shadows. Yeah, that's the one thing they always show. They either they show they show him in forms. You see a piece of him, like the eye. Yeah, you, know, you never see the full creature. You know, probably why you like him, uh, the, that voice, the guy that you're thinking of that does Fringe, John Noble. He actually yes. did the voice of a Scarecrow in the uh, Yes, Arkham Knight and the Arkham Knight game, yeah. So that That's might be great. why you're, you're thinking of that. But I loved him in Fringe. Thank you, Sydney. Shout out to one of our friends, but you remember that it was about a what a couple of years ago that I was hooked on that show. Couldn't stop yeah. watching it. Oh yeah, my god, it is so good. One of the last great roles for Leonard Nemo, I believe. Yeah, he was on there as well. The lady in the web. I think it's one of the coolest ones and again this is one i wouldn't be upset if they redid because i think this could use some more up-to-date looks and not and not i think it's this is one of those ones that falls under that category like you were saying half um half special effects half practical I just like the fact that like this guy and her, they got it on like back in the day and like things didn't work out, but he's going to come back. Hey man, just give me one more favor to do. I'm going to save these people. Yeah, but you can't leave here ever. 
It's kind of like that. Now look, this thing looks stupid now, but that thing scared the hell out of me. See, I don't know what was scary because I'm, I'm afraid of heights. Was the spider or him like walking along to get to the web? I think for me, the spider, because we never really truly saw what was below him. Okay. I think it was a journey for me. It's like one of those things, you know what's coming. Now, is this Madam Webb? Is this her in her form or like, is she commanding it? No, she's commanding it. Okay. Because you got to remember what happens after this. Okay. Okay. After he leaves, what, what happens? I just like the whole thing that like they have a history. You know, it's, it's like one of those things you've always said, like, you know, I don't have to know the origin story. Like, but this is kind of cool because like, there's a history with these two characters and you don't know. Well, we do know. I mean, we know that they were lovers. And he, and he left her. But you don't know what happened. It's, it's like one of those things that leaves it, it leaves it to mystery. Like, oh, what happened? How, why did they break up? What, what happened? Like, you know. It's like too many questions kind of ruin movies. No, it's not questions. It's answers. Well, answers, I'm sorry. Glass is moving fast. You know what? I had a theory about this skeleton guy. And I'm not sure you may agree with this, but I, I always thought that skeleton guy was him, that he tried this before and he failed. And this is his second attempt. Because, you know, the sands of the hourglass. Yeah, you're reading way too much in that one. I'm sorry. I always read way too much. It was probably one of her other lovers who was trying to come by and get another piece. And wow, she, didn't, she didn't like him. <laughs> she said she sucks, you know. Got her spider to go after him. Give the man a break, man. He's like hustling to get over to you. Give him a second chance. She is. She just ain't making it easy. <laughs> Typical chick. That's Kane at the Heroes Asylum, by the way. <laughs> and Captain Mike. I didn't say nothing. Uh-huh. I was just stating the obvious. Innuendo. It's going to be a sucky life living in a fucking web hourglass. I don't see no bathroom. What does she eat? Spiderweb stuff. No couch, no bed. Just sits there. It's the curse of being Madam Web. Oh. Remember they announced a Madam Web movie a couple of years ago? Was it a year ago with Sony? 
And was it you that had the idea, like, if they combine, like, Into the Spider-Verse with Madame Web, it would actually be kind of cool? No, I was just I was just stating what the what the comic book version of Into the Spider Verse was was Madam Web. It wasn't, yeah. When they came out with the 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 uh, Into the Spider Verse, which I love the movie, but it had nothing to do with the comic book run of Into the Spider Verse because that's what had to deal with Madam Web mm. and uh, the uh, these other Spider Men trying to these these like group of Spider. Spider-Man killers that were going basically it was kind of like the one mm. they were trying to trying to absorb all the spider forces. Um, now that's kind that's of that's a just a Jet Li movie. It's well done, sir. Well done. That's I mean that that's what that was. That's what the uh, what was one of the movies or, or uh, the, the the last uh, the the, the uh, Carnage crossover that we had that big one the old absolute Carnage. Well, um, you read that one. So yeah, that was very similar to the one. It's like all these, they were trying to go around absorbing all of Venom's. Wasn't essence. Null in that movie too? Who? I mean, uh, Null. Wasn't, wasn't Null in that comic? Uh, yeah. yeah. The God of Symbiotes, is that what he is? Uh, yeah, he was in the, well, that's what he was, that's what Carnage was trying to obtain is his level to become a God like him. Like him. You should hit it now, man. Come on. She's back being nothing good. You know, if they ever made a series on Netflix or Hulu about this, they would go into this story right here. Like how they met and all that. Well, at least half an episode. To- yeah. Like under what I'm saying, like there's a lot of sub things you could take from this movie and make it actually a Netflix series. Like, I know you thought about doing a you know a movie, and I'm always and I'm always the first person to say, "Hey, do it or redo it like a movie." But this one, I would do a Netflix series, like or Hulu, whatever. Do like a ten or eight episode series. You could flush a lot of stuff out, and it could be a one and done. But again, like you said, what, what you don't want to know. I know. I, I no, I don't want to know. But I'm just saying, like, if you want to do it, don't give Hollywood this idea. You know what Hollywood does? I know. They hear an idea, and they're like, "Hold my beer." Or sorry, hold my light beer, and then they go about. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hollywood. It's got to be light beer. Mm. She apparently has like twenty-three levels of makeup on when she goes from the from aging. Because I guess they they had to age her in in the uh, what's the, what's the the filming process. Time time lapse. So they were like twenty three piece of aging makeup. Hmm. Uh oh. Man. Well, if you take your gloves off, I bet you it would be better. 
very reminiscent of the uh, Lord of the Rings, You Shall Not Pass. So freaky. So the spider lands on this. Thank. Hmm. Where did he get that? Oh, I thought he had a gun. Yeah, he's packing some heat here. Okay. Crazy old man running around the forest screaming. And he gave his life for it. That's it. He's done. Stick a fork in him. Is that what the uh the web lady said? Like, hey, when these red things run out, you're dead. Yeah. Okay. Same thing with her. When her, her, you know, it ran out for her, she was dead too. Spider went a munching. And these are the sands of time. <laughs> Welcome to the days of our lives. That is funny. I just read this. What's that? Robbie Coltrane's voice is not his in this movie. What? It was overdubbed uh, by a Michael John Eflick. Fuck is that? Uh, Boone Harry Slater on BBC. Gorky Park. Um, goodness. I mean, you guys got a pretty hefty career. That's funny. It's not Robbie. Wonder why they did. What if they, didn't they have a scene with the Cyclops early in this movie about these fire mares? The horses themselves, they can go faster than any normal horse. I don't think they had a scene. This well, is they, they talked about it. Like the Cyclops talked about it. Like fire probably, mares. Yeah, probably. Or no, maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't him. I think it might have been uh, the... The, the gang that they were talking about. Okay, maybe I missed it because I, I remember specifically like, oh, yeah, these horses, they go longer than a yard, like a couple seconds or something. Well, maybe that's what's coming up here where they're talking. Okay, yeah. okay so maybe I'm just ahead of the game. <laughs> Sorry, spoiler. Yeah, this that was not Robbie Coltrane's voice. That is, uh, that's crazy. Quite funny. But again, you got to realize Robbie was – Really, nobody at the time. I mean, it's not like... You know, How old is Robbie back in? Probably like, what, 20, 29? Robbie 30. Coltrane. Let's see. Right now, he is... Probably 60s. Oh, goodness, where are you? 70. He is 70 right now. Hmm. 
So, so you figure 1980, I mean, you just knock off 40 years. So, yeah, 30. Wow. And honestly, Flash Gordon was his first movie. Death Watch, uh, Subway Riders, Brianna Hospital, Ghost Dance, and then this. So, you know, really this is like three years into his acting career. So, yeah, he really was nobody. Hmm. <laughs> I forgot he was a National Lampoon's European Vacation. What? No. Was yeah. he? If you remember the scene where, where they have to go, they have to, uh, they check into this hotel and it's only yes. got one bathroom in the, in the whole thing. And, oh no, that's him. That's him in the bathroom. And she's like, Hey Sparky, we, I want, I'm feeling froggy tonight. And he's like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> he had a, wait, he had a towel on, right? Yeah. yeah well, he had a towel oh, over, he was wearing, uh, wearing a robe, but he had a towel over his, uh, <laughs> yeah. That what? Oh man. I can't believe it. Uh, I forgot he was in that. I even watched that a couple weeks ago. Have you ever watched the remake? Uh, the I think I watched it one time, but I wasn't really paying that much Dude, attention. You know it, what? Here's the thing I'll say about that. It wasn't a remake, though. It was it was, well, a, it was a it was a sequel, whatever. Like yeah. oh, reimagining, whatever. Um, no, it wasn't even reimagining. No, that was Rusty. It was Rusty when he's yeah, older. That was Rusty. And, yeah. yeah, when he was um, older. Yeah. The best part of that movie was Chris Hemsworth. He was the best part of that movie. I'm trying to remember what he did in that. In, in the he movie. was fucking. I mean, excuse my French. I'm sorry. That's all right. This he, is already going to be marked as that. Uh, okay. He was hysterical. He was the only funny thing in that movie. It's kind of like the new Ghostbusters movie with the, with the women. Like that movie wasn't great, but he was great in it. I'm, I'm, I'm more and more. I'm becoming a Hemsworth mark, man. I like Chris Hemsworth, and I heard that he's gonna play Hulk Hogan in the movie. Like, oh come on! Anyway, Fire Mares, yeah, yeah. I think I saw that rumor about the Hulk Hogan thing. I think that was just. I think we were. I think we reported on it like last year, no, didn't we? No, no. Yes, we did. That one, I don't know. I think I. Th- or was it just me and you talking? Probably. I'd have been just you and me talking because I don't. Okay, this is yet. probably like that, well, that one. That one, I, I would have been like, uh, no. You don't like that? I like it, but I, I don't know of any movies that that are being made. I haven't heard of any of them. I know they're not being made. I'm just saying, like, uh, of the overall casting of Hemsworth as Hogan, like, that would be kind of cool. They have to go back to his days when he played in a rock and roll band, though. What is it? Oh, because he's going to die. What an impact he made. He's only in a couple scenes. He can't leave, but he's going to die. The music by Horner. It's just so epic in scale. I'm going to give you a, a, a term, and you... I've heard this term, actually, my brother and me, we've, we've used it a lot. I'm going to use it with you, and it's a good thing you put the rating on this. This movie has big dick energy. You know what that means? No. It's bigger than you think it is. Like, in scale, it's like, you know, oh, man, that, that movie, it's like, 
Like we build this movie so much and it, maybe it's not great, but you know what? It has big dick energy because it's like, you know what? It just, Oh my God. Like right now I'm sitting here. And I'm just like, you know what? I could watch this movie over and over again. And never be bored. It's like a star Wars to me. It's like a Marvel. It's like a Batman movie. It is big dick energy. These are the fire mares. And they literally run with fire. This is the beginning to every Swedish death metal band video. Look at that. Not just death metal. You got to include Man of War in that one. Oh, yes. Finally. It's waiting for you. Man, what what is this? What is this shit? Not like a fly? You know, I, I forgot about this part. I believe I can fly. Fly. <laughs> I believe I can touch the sky. How come you haven't sung that song at karaoke? You should do that song. No. Why? You know what I found out today that I didn't know? Like next year, everything goes well. Hopefully, we get behind all this nonsense. Guess what's coming here next year? Um, Give up? Well, big dick energy. I don't. I don't know. Besides dick, big dick energy. I, I don't know. Star Wars celebration. Oh, is that next year? No, yeah. I, th- I thought that was. No, it's next year. Oh. It's gonna be in Orlando. Can we do it right this time? Hey, 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 hey. I did. <laughs> I did. I did everything right. I don't know about I, you. Well, hey, like late no. When I want the band camp. No, we, we're calling that summer camp. Is it not? summer camp? Oh, those. Oh, yeah, we're okay, okay. Summer camp. Okay. We're referring to that 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 time in your life as summer camp. Man, at least you were the only you you were one of the few people around. So. This looks so cheesy, but it looks so cool. Telling you, man, this this movie's big dick energy. So this movie is actually made two was made two references in the Family Guy. Uh, the first one was a uh, baby not on board. Uh, Carl tells Chris that he should not watch Crawl after uh, Chris expresses his views that the Eagles are major plot holes in Lord of the Rings trilogy. <laughs> Uh, true. And then in the episode Meet the Quagmires, when Peter travels back to 1984, he tells Lois he would rather see Kroll than Zapped. Ooh. <laughs> I forgot about Zapped. Wasn't Zapped the laser tag movie? Uh, no, Zapped was the one with um, uh, 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 God, um, Scott Bayo and, uh, and his one friend that from... Um, from Charles in Charge. Oh, the curly-haired guy. Yeah, and he got like electric powers. No, Zap. Did his, did his friend become like all religious and became like Bible man? Oh, uh, later, yeah. 
he got all tatted up too. I think it was an episode of VH1's like I don't know. Some no, he was on. He was on like one of the um, like not 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 the Biggest Loser, but like the the the, the VH1 version of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're thinking of Gotcha. Oh man. You're, that's the one you're thinking of where they wow. go around and, yes, and, like, that, and, like, paint, and paintball each other. It's yeah. had, had wow. what's his nuts from uh, ER, Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall was in there. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I love I love Gotcha. Gotcha. I love Gotcha too. <laughs> oh gosh. And Hagrid is toast. So how to keep take care of my hippogriff. I'll be back with long hair and a beard. Harry! And, and, I'll sa- and I'll sound more like myself. And I have my own voice. Harry! Harry! Please, Harry! Help me! You must go. I've been working on Dumbledore. It's a work in progress. Oh, look! Look who's decided to show up. I can't pass, but I'm like here. That? I guess he can. Well, no, because he has he, he knows when he's going to die. And That's he knew dep- that he had to wait. That's fucking depressing. That's what you get when you want to see the future. Well, I guess so. Damn, that shot, they did nothing to him. Yeah, I guess so. Follow the guy who's going to kill himself for you. 2009 film Bikini Bloodbath Christmas features two actors dressed as Whoa, 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 whoa. Prince Calvin and Can you can you go back to the title of that movie? Yes, Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. Bikini Bloodbath Christmas. Yep, and uh, basically there are two actors in there that are dressed up like Prince Gowan and Rel, selling uh, glaives door to door. I got to find this movie now. You, you know what? You got to, you got. I'm gonna look at. Make sure you send me the title of that movie before you leave. <laughs> How could you forget it already? I will forget it. Um, you know. I love that scene of that, mm. that center, that centerpiece, like the brain of the of the castle. Uh huh. So this is how it goes, right? That's what happens when you skip upper body day, buddy. Yeah, man. Thinking all about your legs. Dude, he went. Oh, this is how he goes out. Oh, yeah. man. I've... He got crushed? Yeah, almost. Yeah. Very, very, uh, very sloth like, in fact. Yeah. Like that, a Goonies reference too. Yeah, very nice. I'm come, coming at you. <laughs> you are, dude. You're on. You're on fire tonight. That nap helped you out. Oh, it did. If I didn't take that nap, I would have been dead by now. Yeah, you've been dead. You're on fire. Like normally about twelve twenty four. Like you're like dead. You're like, yeah. But you're you're tossing out reference after reference. Like, oh, it's gone. It's gone. Now they're in the Shire. There we go. He's dripping through that door like Play Doh. Damn, this Dark Fortress looks epic. 
you cannot tell me that bridge right there was not influenced by Peter Jackson for Lord of the Rings. Or, or Peter Jackson got influenced from that. Yes, Peter I mean, Jackson a lot got of this, a lot of this, it's, dude. This is this is heavily influenced. This from is Lord of the this Rings. is a lot of the elves design when you look yep. at the elves. Oh, Wilhelm scream, folks! Got to love for Wilhelm screams. Yep. If anybody does want a soundtrack to this, uh, let me see here. In 1998 and in 2010, uh, a record of CDs were released for this. Uh, 2010, it came from La La Land Records. Uh, It's actually a two-disc set of all the music that's from this. I didn't realize there was that much music, so it would be literally... 12 songs. Of, uh, I gotta look that up. Two discs. Yeah, oh. two discs uh, there goes Liam. So if anybody's anybody's interested. Pretty sure you can probably still find the 2010 one if maybe downloadable through Amazon or Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Spotify would have the full double uh, double album. And there is the last time you see Liam Neeson until he says, I have a Norman House skills. Oh, we see him again. I know, we do. The Guns N' Roses movie. I mean, the uh, Clint Eastwood movie, I think. Yeah. No, I think we see him again before that, too. It's... He was so good in Rob Roy. Actually, the next one we see him in is The Bounty. You got to remember that one. Hmm. Mel Gibson and Anthony Hopkins, he, he was in that one. So that's, that's, that's his next movie. I mean, he, he started off pretty good. Bounty, The Innocent, The Delta Force. He was in Delta Force? Uh, the Delta Force. Yep. The, the, oh, yeah. the. Well, it's, it's still Delta Force. Yeah, it's a Chuck, Chuck Norris. He was a... Uh, he was one of the Delta Forces commanders, so, so he got uncredited. But I mean, still, he was, he's been in quite a few, like I said. I mean, the big one there, I mean, The Bounty was a huge movie. I forgot about The Bounty. Yeah, I mean, that's. I mean, your first, your first five movies, Excalibur, Kroll, and The Bounty, I mean, back to back, 81, 83, 84. Man, I forgot about The Bounty. I have to look The Bounty. Yeah. Up. I mean, I mean that's a that's a big one. That's a. I think his first starring role was right after that, The Lamb, an Irish. This is like his first. The Lamb. Uh, I've got nothing on it. No picture. Nothing. That's <laughs> uh, the Lamb. Basically, a movie made in his backyard. Film based off of a novel. So I mean, and nobody watched it. To this other oh, there we go. Finally, he gets to use it. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> the princess from Brave. Oh, 
Well, at least the, the beast gave her nice scenery to look at. Taking forever. Use the force. He ain't doing nothing. Hey, look at that tiger. Hopefully not one of Joe Exotic's. What the? <laughs> that just looks so weird when he just like leaned over and he fell. And that glaive is taking a while to cut through. Say it was sharp. I'm just saying, like, what the hell is that thing made out of? Kevlar? Like, he's just cutting through a sheet. Don't fall asleep there, dude. I gotta, I gotta stay awake. I'm just, whoa, 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 whoa. Indiana Jones reference right there. That's who he is. Who? The uh, guy that was right there with Gowan, uh, the, the leader of the gang. It's like it's, he looks so familiar. He's from Braveheart, Sleepy Hollow. Hmm. The he, movie uh, Sleepy Hollow, the series. Yeah, uh, the movie. He was one of the high, uh, the high constables. Oh, dead. And that glaive. Better speed that thing up, son. All right, man. You got you got a job to do. Come on, your boys are in trouble. Oh, he's going to come after you. Watch out, son. Man, that glaive is badass. Oh, I... I just remember what's going to happen to the glaive now. Mm -hmm. now, I'm, now I'm kind of depressed. You could actually make a series that picks up right after what happens to the glaive. Doesn't even have to be a remake. It could be like their kid. See, even though like the center is destroyed and you finally get to see the beast or you still don't see all of them. Nope. 
covered in shadows. Yeah, it's the various distortions. Yeah, fog. You never see it. Like, that's the closest thing you'll see to him right there. Which is fine because too much, it's it's not going to be real looking, you know? Yeah. It's like the glaive knows what it has to do. This is a sad scene right here. See, it takes it takes away. Yeah. it takes away that the heroes. The, this one thing I didn't like about it. It takes away from the hero. That he, I know was he but, was he truly in charge of the glaive or was he just a, a a piece? But you could start like something right there. The glaive is right in that beast. Like you could start. A, well, no, follow follow. Remember what happens next? The 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 the, the, the castle vanishes in the in the sky. And it back out to space. The glaive goes to another planet. Oh, that's, that's what I was saying. Okay, I was saying. Okay, you, you okay, can, okay. Yeah, you can pick it up that the glaive constantly is going from world to world to world, making a difference and moving on. Very let's make it incredible Hulk, but the glaive, you know, it's constantly going. That'd be a good idea. Well, that's a good idea. You know, if not, do do the origins of it. Of, of you know, how did it end up into the into the lava? The glaive served its purpose. That's it. Time to go. Take your little brave girl and go. Just go. Can't save it, bro. So is he still alive? Save your boys. We need your help. Remember, they still need to get married. Oh, that's right. The eternal flame. That's what kills him. Love kills him. Even you still don't see him.
Okay. And the glaive's still stuck in him. While he's just, you know, doing some Johnny Storm stuff on him. Ouch. How 80s love killed him. And this formula will be repeated in movie after movie. You let one of your boys die. One. Oh, many. They they, they lost half of that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Just trying to be kind. And they keep focusing on the glaive, man. Well, you got to remember when this movie started, that's what we started on. Yeah. Was the glaive. So really, it's the glaives, the, the main focus here. I know a way out. Maybe. I would hope so for your sake. Does he have a thing stuck in his chest? Nice haircut, boy. That's our early Beatles. It's just a flesh wound. This castle's toast. Man, what does that remind me of? Those two bones sticking out. Uh, Alien, Unicron. Maybe. I mean, (laughs) there's a lot of things. Yeah, I know. You shall not pass. What did you stop for? Keep running. Don't look back. The castle's already messed up. It's done. Take your Bray Wyatt pants and go. Let me in. (laughs) I was waiting for that. Come on, Unibrow. Lead him out. That's why he's got it, because it keeps all the dust out of his eyes. Yeah, I know. 
Oh, he doesn't have the glaive anymore. He's got Johnny Storm powers. Well, damn. Screw the glaive. Got a firepower. Looks like a lot more fire than that was coming than was coming out of his hands here. <laughs> Just you know what I'm saying. What are those little things that are dropping towards when the like these? Like little stars or something? Probably those powers. Okay. Maybe the yeah, maybe the power of the of the black castle. You know, screw a remake. You could actually do a continuation. Yeah, like I was saying, yeah, you can do. You it. really could. Like somebody trying to put the black castle back together. With super glue. Well, where are they going to put it back together? Everything went up to the sky. Out to space. Yeah. I'll give the beast this much. He does not litter. Yeah. Takes all this shit with him. He's, he's, he's very green. Just leave a hole. Like, he just left a little hole. I'm That's just leave a hole and I'm out. That castle could be rebuilt in space. Maybe it was. There's the brave girl. If it was the brave girl, she wouldn't need anybody. She wouldn't need no man. I can handle that myself. I got my arrows. I'll shoot a bitch. Damn, he lost he lost all his crew. Mm-hmm. There's a there's like six people left. Hey, you know where everybody else went? Yeah, they were still in there. Oh shit. We could have saved them. And live happily ever after. The end. Well, I guess that was Crawl. That's right. These Crawls and... Uh, 1983, yeah. So that's part of my... Part of my, my choices. And that was for fantasy. Very so um, actually revisiting this movie for the first time probably... I haven't seen this movie in like 15 years, probably 15, 20 years. Oh, really? I think I saw this last yeah, year. Yeah, I know. I just, it's been a while. And I got to say, you know, it still kind of holds up to me, at least. I mean, yeah. for other people, it may not, but 
The story is what it is. The special effects are what they are for the time. And just the whole epic, like, swashbuckling crusader adventure. Just, you know, you have your main villain and you have this powerful weapon and just a lot of stuff in there. Just that you could, like, actually, like I I was telling you during the uh, watch along, is not even a remake, a continuation. Well, if anybody is curious, about a year ago, actually, uh, from a magazine called Birth.Movies.Death magazine, the Russo brothers were asked that since they are finally done with their Marvel runs, what would you like to do next? And this was the one and only one they mentioned. Uh, They said they would have done, I'm in tomorrow. um, uh, Joe Russo said, he's like, I saw this movie four times. Uh, So, you know, they are very interested. They said uh, six years ago, uh, they wrote an article about a Kroll remake uh, would be uh, made. Um, you know, they were t- talking about how much they loved the movie. and uh, But, you know, it's one of those ones that people look at what it did in the movie theaters. It had like a 26 to $30 million uh, budget. It only made $16 million. So it's one of those, it's one of those touchy ones that, you know, it would be cool to see, but would it be done because of the, the budget actually i take that back it was a whopping 50 million dollar budget only 60 million yeah Ooh, so i mean you want to talk uh, about you know the stinker uh, it was a bomb um but again back then you didn't have the the dvd streaming sales like you probably would so i bet you if they you know did it something different nowadays it, it would could, come it would come out a little bit higher yeah you could totally do like an eight episode remake of this or like a reimagining or keep going forward. It just, there's a lot of lore in here you could do. You and don't I, have to start over. You uh, could just keep going. And I could definitely see the, the Russo brothers doing this. And oh this. man. With their touch. Yeah. They can make a world out of it. They really could. Well, at that point that you would want to do a recasting, you're going to want to do a remake because you don't want to have the confusion. You do, do your first movie, get it out of the way, a remake. And then just go gangbusters with, you know, the continuation. Or- you know what you could literally do? You could do like Castlevania did almost in their vein. Like Castlevania, the first season of the animated series did like a four or five episode run. And they just did like a version of the game, right? Yeah. So for a, a series, you could do like literally do the movie, like three or four or five episodes done. And then second season, you pick up after the movie left off or your version or whatever. And you can go forward with that. Like you could just do that. Like if you've never seen Crawl. Hey, this is our version of it. Oh, wow. What's going to happen next? Season two. You could literally go like that, and then you know what? You just create like a new brand. Right. But, you know, that's up to them. But, yeah, I mean, again, that was a year ago, so we know how movie movies languish. and They die in development hell. Yeah, yeah. It's, so. it's always the same stories, but, you know. And it can also come down to who owns the rights. Do they want to take the risk? Do they want to do it? You know, so it's, it's really, who knows? We could see it. We do know movies nowadays take three, four years to get started moving. And then it, we don't hear really hear about them until they're in the casting phase. So hopefully if they're smart and they're keep, they're keeping it back to old school where they're not talking about it until they're ready to talk about it and they have a true plan. So maybe that, that news that'd be nice. Will, will that'd be nice. Fruition. Yeah, you know, like the first pictures you actually see is actually the movie being made. (laughs) But what can I say? But that is another edition of the Midnight Movies. And um, I would like to thank the captain for joining me once again. 
always a pleasure. And um, we'll keep doing more of these. Uh, I'm trying to think what we have next. Uh, next, we will be doing Marvel will be the yep. next one. Uh, I don't know which movie it is in the Marvel series, I believe. I think we're doing the Avengers. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Avengers is next. So we'll probably have that, I would say, maybe two weeks. Maybe yeah, week like, and end of April. End of April. Yeah. And we might throw another another mystery fun one in there like we did uh, last month. That was fun. <laughs> we finally, finally killed off and got uh, Batman versus Superman out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, we got it out of the way, so stop talking about it. No more comments about it, please. So I don't want to hear about it no more. Yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll find something else, something similar in that same vein, and we'll have fun with that one. Yeah, it was a good time. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll do the brand names. Uh, Twitter, Instagram is a Heroes Asylum or the Heroes Asylum. And an Instagram, which... Um, uh, don't forget, we, no, we changed the Twitter, remember? Oh, that's right. That's we, we, right. We, we actually got it to Heroes Asylum Podcast. It is a Heroes Asylum Podcast. Yes, no longer without the E. The E is included. Twitter, we're always involved in Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, is, well, let's just say Instagram's taking a little bit of a break right now, but it'll come back. You never know. Could possibly. Yeah, and don't forget, guys, you can hear all of our all of our uh, episodes in our archive for our podcast on heroesasylum.com. You can hear Heroes Asylum, the, the, the actual episode, their bonus series on that one, as well as the Midnight Movies. You can see here all of ours. Actually, I believe there is still a nugget in the Heroes Asylum feed of one of the original Midnight movies, I did not move over. So really? if you guys can find it. Yeah, I believe it is the last dragon that is still listed in Heroes Asylum. I've came, I've came across it. The really? I was like, oh, hmm. I forgot to move you over. I'm like, I'm going to leave it there. This yeah, little, leave it little, there. little gem that people can go and find. Uh, but you guys can follow us all there. And of course, you know, with Facebook, we are doing a daily uh, games and little Fun things throughout the week. We've got our midnight, our, our our Monday movies, which we usually drop a what did you say, a uh, clip of something. So you know, be creative about your about what what do they say. Come up with a cool quote. Make sure it's PG, no R eight stuff, please. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, then we have our Titan uh, Titans Tuesday, our new release Wednesday, which for right now I think we're going to kill that because there's really no new releases for comic books. Mm. So we may come up with something else for Wednesday until the uh until the comic book marvel and dc start distributing again my um, favorite flashback thursday yeah I, lo- I love throwback thursday i think the last one we did was born again daredevil and i tell you what like when i introduced it when i said i gave you the idea to do it i was like you know what gotta do that and i hadn't read born again for a while and then i went back to comicsology and i started reading it. i'm like wow this is really good <laughs> Really good. If you guys have never read Born Again, do check it out, please. Yeah, check it out. I, what I do is I, I link the uh, the Comicsology link to that, and if you sign up for Comicsology, I know they were doing a 60, 60 day free trial, and and that one actually falls under one of their free comic books, so you can read it there. Check it out, and uh, we did Friday 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 Night Fights, and we like you you threw a one out this week that I. I don't think I told you about, but you I, did t- I I tried to find the one you originally said, and nothing was up there. Only no, and I and battle I, and that I was, know. Only and battle th- that was there was was that was the Fantastic Four movie, and it was. But you threw out one that I was kind of shocked you threw out. I was like, oh, okay, you made up for it. You did well, yeah, Captain. So it's, it's, it's one I know that you and I both a, love. It's one of my. I fav- love that fight. One it's of one my, of my, one my favorites. 
because it was not it was kind of like a it wasn't really a fight but it was more like a battle of wits yeah. that turned to a fight but like it kind of like it's like both um, if you guys haven't seen it the Owlman versus Batman for the uh, animated movie which is the uh, I think it's a Crisis uh, on Two Earths Crisis on Two Earths yep yeah. Crisis on, and, and, and it is literally Batman against Batman it's, literally <laughs> if you ever wanted to see Bat- what would Batman do against himself you're gonna see it right there and it's it's perfect and I'll be honest Owlman won that fight yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> and on that note yep from the captain to me to you guys get to the asylum